We're learning the third sikha in Parsha Seikiv and Chelik Yutes. It's also a Siyam Masechtas Baba Kameh. We're going to learn the sikha Bechlalus with the Aris. From them was the Ebeshad Kizak Tzumeshim by the Luchas Shneem, Psal Lechosh Nei Luchas Avanim Karishenim, Lerent up the Gemara as Psiltim Shalachoy Yehei. So the Pasuk says, Psal Lechosh, that the Ebeshad told Meshe Rabbeinu, Chisel out, cut two Luchas Avanim for the Luchas, Karishenim, the way the first luchas wore. And the Gemara learns out from the words Psal Lecha that the, the waste, the little pieces of rock of the luchas that fell off while you, you're chiseling, while you're cutting out, that belonged to Meshe Rabbeinu. The Rechag of an Ara 2, the Rebbe's Mitzayin, that in Teresh Bichsav, the luchas are always Lush and Zachar. So it will always say Shnei Luchas with a Nun. In Teresh Balpeh and Gemara, Sometimes it's Velosh Nekevas. It could say stay with a tough. Derech Agav. Akopanim. So the, the Nekude is that the, the, the Gemara in the Darim says, and the Medrash says, that the Pseilus of the Luchas belong to Meish Rabbeinu. Brings the Rebbe, the Mishnah, and the end of Masech Tzpah Bekameh. Verin Gebrach Dinim Funan Arvater Vestuta Gevisim Elachar Fana Balabais. A worker that does work for an owner, and he's working on a particular item that belongs to the owner, there is shedding, there is pieces, there are things that are falling off from the item that he's working on. And the Mishnah discusses, does it belong to the worker or it belongs to the Balabais? The Mishnah says, The material that the launderer takes out, in other words, when he's washing clothes and some material comes out, some threads, whatever it is, come out. That belongs to him. The worker gets to keep it. But what the, the the person that's combing the clothes, the mother malacha they would do in clothes, they would comb it out. That those those that material that sheds from the beged, that goes to the balabais. The, 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 the material that comes out when the when a, when a when a launderer is washing the clothing is insignificant. It's very small. If it's the balabais, isn't it makbit? The balabais doesn't care about it. Did it bit belong to some caves? So therefore the, the worker, the launderer gets to keep it. But thus was that thus was kempt. That was kempt is made sidur kemen, but what the what the comber, what what he combs out it's, it's not insignificant. It's a davar chashav. It's a lashna rashi. The balabais namak, but the meili has to give it back to the balabais. So those are two examples when it comes to uh, clothing material. Vaita bring the mishnah and the The mishnah also brings other examples. Ven does the shaloi and ven is shal balabais. And uh, the mishnah brings an example from a carpenter. And the Mishnah says, What the carpenter cuts off, the things that fall off while he's using, like a small knife, a small chisel, a small axe, whatever it is. They're very small splinters. They're insignificant. But what he, what he uses, when he uses a bigger axe, so bigger pieces fall off. That belongs to the Balabais. When the Mishnah is Misnaim, at the end of the Mishnah, the Mishnah says like this. The 
The Mishnah says that everything that was discussed earlier and the difference between things that are bigger pieces and smaller pieces are when the worker takes the item to his own place, to his own shop, to his house, whatever it is, and, and does the malacha, does the work there, then there's a difference if it's small things, insignificant things, he gets to keep it. And if it's bigger things, then he has to bring it back to Balabais. But if the work that he's doing is in the house of the Balabais, so even sawdust that comes out of the drill uh, when, when he's cutting or whatever it is, belongs to the Balabais, and we don't differentiate between things that are big and things that are small. And the Rebbe Nodis 6 brings different Eifanim, how you say the word Nesedes, Ha-Nesedes, Ha-Nasrus, Later on, the Gemara them. the Gemara elaborating and discussing the Mishnah, the Gemara brings a Braise. The Braise says, That those people that work and chisel stone and, and form stone, so there's no gazel in the little pieces of stone that uh, that fall off while you're carving, cutting, or whatever the stone, there's no gazel in these things. They bring the Braise later on in the Gemara. So another example of things that Bepashtus, uh, like we'll see later on in the Sikhim more Ba'adichas, but Bepashtus, uh, they're insignificant, they're small little pieces of rock, and therefore the worker gets to keep it. If then Braise, Shtelzach Dereb Marash, in Arashim Ektzare, Bayasim Ef Mesechtas Babakame. In Arashim Mesechtas Babakame, there is a Rishime that the Rebbe Marash wrote. And uh, in Ara 7, the Rebbe says that it was copied from the Guf Ksav Yat Kedesh of the Rebbe Rashab. So the Rebbe Rashab wrote down the, the, the shim, this, this idea that the Rebbe Marash said. It's printed in the end of the Sefer, I've told us the Rebbe Marash. And he asks a Shaila, and this halacha that the Gemara brings this Braise, that those that work with rocks, the pieces belong to them automatically. Because the pashas they're insignificant. You need to understand. If so, if the pieces of rock automatically belong to the worker, why did the Abishter have to give permission to Mesh Rabbeinu and tell him that he gets to keep the waste of the luchis? The Braise clearly says that there's no gazel. What shot is no gazel? They don't belong to the Balabas. Since they're hafkir, the woman is closer, the worker is closer to the, to, the, to the pieces of rock that are falling off that are hafkir. So mainly he's in it before, before the Balabas. So it becomes his. So if that's the halachim, why did the Ebishter have to tell Meshir Rabbeinu that you get to keep the waste of the luchas that you're cutting and carving? That's the normal halacha without any permission. You don't need permission from the Balabais. says, He answers, so he says over there by the luchis it was a precious stone. The luchis were not made from stam rocks. That din is a din stam rocks. Where there the pieces of rock are insignificant. 
Mashainkin, the Luchis were a precious stone. They were Sanpidin. That ever brings in the other nine different ways that I say the word Sanpidin. Is it Sanpidim or Sanpidinun or Sampirun? Sampirinun. Different different Ifanim how uh, how how you say this word. But the Nakudas Advarim is that it's a precious stone. The Mela there, the pastures, it does go back to the Balabais. And therefore, you needed this, Meshach Rabbeinu needed the special permission from the Ebeshter, Psal that he's allowed to keep the Psal Luchas. Says the Rebbe like this. Der Biur, von Reb Marash, as by Psalton from the Luchas, darf man ankommen zum Anzog, er leubenisch vom Psal Luchas, der Farwal, sei seinen Gewinn von Sampirin. This explanation that the Reb Marash gives, gives, that the only reason why you needed the permission of the Ebeshter, that Meshe Rabbeinu needed the permission of the Ebeshter, in order to keep the Pseilus Aluchis, is because it was a precious stone, is Talu in the Tzvedeis and Madrash, is really contingent on the two opinions in the Madrash. We'll say it first quickly, and we'll read it inside. There's two opinions in the Madrash, and one opinion in the Madrash holds that Meshe Rabbeinu took the Luchis from Tachas Kisei One day in the Medrash says that he took the Luchis from his own tent. That's where he ca- carved the stone out. One day it says that it was taken Tachas Kisei If it was taken Tachas Kisei then you don't need to say that the reason why he needed the Eveshir's permission for Psal to keep the leftover waste of the Luchis is because it was precious stone. For even if it's regular stone, we learned the Mishnah said that whenever something is done in the domain of the owner, then no matter if it's insignificant, even the sawdust, we says, automatically goes to, to the owner. So B'meila, this is what the Reb Marash said. That the reason why Meishet Abenu needed permission from the Ebeshter, Psalacha, is because it was precious stone, is contingent in these two days in the Medrash. So read it inside. It's told in the days in Medrash. The Medrash says that never quotes the Medrash. Reb Levi and Reb Yechanan Oimer. Reb Levi and Reb Yechanan say, in order 11, the Rebbe says the Chayda has to be Oimrim. Oimer with a, with a little dash, it means Oimrim, because it says Reb Levi. And then Reb Yechanan Oimer, Reb Yechanan says, it has to be Oimrim, or Bechlal, the word Oimer shouldn't be there. But Akoponim, the Rebbe says, quotes like this, Mehechan Paslan, where did Meshach Rabbeinu carve out the Luchas from? According to the second opinion, they were carved out from Meshe Rabbeinu's tent. The Rebbe brings in the other 12 that there is an Alshik that says that Luchashni is Nivru Bereshavs bin Ashmajas. But Akhapanim, these two days in the Medrash, one says that it was Tachas Kisiyakavid, and one says that it was Mitecha Halishal Meshir Abenu. Now, the Rebbe in the brackets wants to say that in the Pashtus Aksuvim, in our Parsha, is Mashma that the carving of the stones of the Luchis was Taken Nach Mitachas Kisiyakavid. But instead, it was Take Lamata. It was Take from Meshir Rabbeinu's tent. Why? So it says the Rebbe, Visizeich Mashma from Pasha Saksub and Pasha Senu, as the Tzivu is given Psal Lachosh Neiluchas Avonim Kadishenim. The Ebesha told Meshir Rabbeinu, chisel out, carve out, uh, not, not carve out, chisel out, cut out two Luchis, 
And then come back to the mountain with these two luchs And that's also the seder when the pasuk says that when Moshe Rabbeinu was mekayim the tzivui, va'as shitim, and I cut out, I chiseled out two luchs and I went back on the mountain. The two luchs were in my hand. So from pashtus haksuvim, it's mashma. That like the day uh, that uh, the chatzivas aluchis, the chiseling out, the cutting out of luchis, did not happen lemaila. It happened lemata, and then he took the luchis and he went up up lemaila, like the second day in the medrash. But the Rebbe in the other fourteen brings an alternative way to learn, and he says like this: the other fourteen says the Rebbe lechayda hey psilas mesef mem yeim ashnim beis amidus psalucha lechayda from the from the pashas apasuk. It sounds like when were the luchis cut out at the end of the second 40 days, right? The pasuk over there says that the, that Meishir Rabbeinu says that I I uh, I begged for 40 days from Hashem uh, that he should be mechul yidden, and then it says but Eisahi Amar Hashem and at that time the Eibushet told me Psalucha ve'efsel shnei luchas avonim psilosim la'shveisan hoyu lamato ve'achakach va'alahora. So I think what the Rebbe is saying over here is like this. You could learn that there's two stages in the, the psila of the luchas, in the, in the psalacha of the luchas. There's the actual cutting out of the luchas from wherever they are. So there's a, there's a, a mountain of rock, uh, whatever it is, and you need to cut out a stone to make the luchas. And then there is another stage where you need to smooth it out and straighten it out, that it should be the way the shape of the luchas need to be, perfect square or whatever it is, the 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 the, the measurements, the way the luchas were supposed to be. So I think what the Rebbe is saying in R14, that it's, it's you know, it's the Pnim the Rebbe is saying that Pashas Aksuvim is mashma, that the Psilus HaLuchas happened Lamato, and only then Meishe Rabbeinu went back on the mountain, like the second day in the Medrash. But in R14, the Rebbe is saying that you could say that Meishe Rabbeinu cut the luchas like the first day in the Medrash, Metachas Kisei HaKavid, at the end of the 40 days. He brought it down Lamato and he straightened it out and he cut out all the extra pieces and whatever it is. And then he took the ready product, so to speak, and he brought it up Lamailo. So it's Lav Dafka. I think that's the Rebbe saying in Ara 14. So it's Lav Dafka Mukhrich in the Psukim like the second day. But Akuponim, what's the Nakuda that the Rebbe is trying to say over here? The Rebbe is trying to say, according to the opinion that says that the carving of the luchas was the, that the uh, that the chiseling out, the cutting out of the luchas was done. The first opinion in the Medish, that because it was precious stone, that's why the Abishir had to say. And give permission to Meishar Rabbeinu to keep the waste of the luchas. Varim the din is dach v'gibracht fir from the Mishnah as imoya isa itzel balabais balaintes b'cholif in some balabais. When you're doing it in the domain of the balabais, it anyway belongs to the balabais, regardless if it's precious stone or simple stone. To say stafilu v'nesvot given avonim stam nitkein sanpirim v'bald Meishar tasketon l'mayla itzel balabais akadish baruchu darf menahabn darf menahabn denim heter from salacha as sultan shalcha. You anyway need a heter. That the psalis, the way should belong to you. So the bira the Reb Marash is only necessary bepashtus according to the opinion that Meishir Abenu did the psalicha lemato. 
The Rebbe says in Aura 16 like this, that Lahoyr, that according to the first day in Medrash, the day that says that he cut out the kis, the luchas, mitachas kisei it's not mefurish that it was precious stone. In other words, so it comes out the very gishmak, what the Rebbe is saying in the Pnim. The Rebbe is saying that beer of the Rebbe Marash is only necessary according to the second day in the Medrash. What's the beer of the Rebbe Marash? That because we're dealing with precious stone, therefore you need to have the psal that So the Rebbe in Ara 16 is saying, and take, like the first beer in the Medrash, like the first day in the Medrash. Take, there's no, it doesn't say clearly that it was precious stone. It only says it in the second uh, opinion in the Medrash. But the Rebbe says, so Bamele, Take, the Rebbe, the Rebbe Marash is only talking according to the second day in the Medrash. His beard only fits with the second, it's only necessary according to the second day in the Medrash, and it could be it only fits according to the second day in the Medrash, because his teretz, that it was precious stone, only is mefurish in the second day in the Medrash. In the first day in the Medrash, it doesn't say that it was made out of uh, uh, Sanpirin, and Mesha Benu got rich. But but then the Rebbe says, no. Even if you want to say that the end, the last line in the Medrash, where it says that Mesha Rabbeinu got wealthy because the luchis were of precious stone, is not the end and referring to both opinions. Kilu, there's one opinion that he took it from Tachskis Yaakov, and there's one opinion that he took it from his tent. And Kilu, according to everybody, he got rich from that because it was made of sapphire. Even if you don't want to say that that's Pshat in the Medrash, and that line in the Medrash that says that the Luchas was made from Sampirin is only going according to the second opinion. It's intuitive and simple to say that whatever he took out from under Kisei was certainly not simple rock, was very expensive stone. So it will work with both. So, 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 so this is what the Rebbe started saying in Aura 16. That the beer of the Reb Marash anyway will only work according to the second opinion, because according to the first opinion, Lav Dafke was precious stone. The Reb in the end of the order says Nishtaze, and Bepashas, according to both opinions, it was precious stone. So at the end of Ace Aleph, we, we, just to be Mesachim quickly, what we learned over here in Ace Aleph, we brought the halacha that differentiates between different kinds of uh, uh, materials. Uh, when it belongs to the worker and when it belongs to the balabais, we brought the halacha that if it's done in the house of the balabais, it always goes to the balabais. And we brought the shaila of the Reb Marash. Why did we need? Why did Meish Rabbeinu need the heter of Psal Lechal? The Brais in the Gemara says that any mesatis avonim aim by Mishum Gazel and the teretz of the Reb Marash that it was precious stone and therefore he needed that heter. And the Rebbe's Ha'ore, so to speak, on this Bira, the Rebbe Marash, that this Bira, the Rebbe Marash, is only necessary according to the opinion that the, the, the Luchas were done Lamata. Mashenkin, according to the opinion that the Luchas were done Lamaila, Mitachas Kiseyakavad, even if it wasn't precious stone, Mesh Rabbeinu needed the Heter of Psalucha Saibasai. Continues the Rebbe in Ace Base, in the Rishima Anal, is Mamshik. Continues in the Rishima. As Rashbats, the famous Chasta, the Rashbats, had Kifrek, now, as what was the teres of the Reb Marash? The teres of the Reb Marash was that Meish Rabbeinu needed the heter, 
that he gets to keep the pseilus shalavonim because it wasn't simple stone, it was precious stone. Frechted ashbat, lagabi lamayla, simple stone and precious stone is equal. Precious stone is not tevis makum lamayla. The Reb Marash answered him, but he made the luchas down here. Notice the pseilus of the luchas was was made in Elam Hazahagashmi. The Ba'isam Shal Maila Loyhoya Pseilus. For those that were done Lamaila, there was no Pseilus. Uba Mela felt Eich up the Shaila now, Valer is nit given, Ace Tabalabais. So Bamela and the Rebbe in the first ace was discussing that the beer that Reb Marash is only necessary according to the shite that it was done Lamata. So the Rebbe Taka brings that into the Shima there was another Shaila. The Shaila was that Lucheda precious stone is insignificant to the Abishter. And the Teretz was that we're talking about the Pseilis that was done Lamata. So Bamela Taka the Reb Marash is talking according to that shite. According to the opinion that it was done Lamata, Bamela, all the Shailas fall off. Also, the first Shaila that the Rebbe asked in Aisalaf, the first to utter the Rebbe asked in Aisalaf, why is it necessary to say that the Heter of Salacha is because it was precious stone? You could say that it was done Eitzel Balabais, because it wasn't done Eitzel Balabais, it was done Lamata. Now, Ara 17, the Rebbe says like this the Rebbe Marash says, the Be'esam Shalmailo Loyaya Pseilis. Those luchas that were done lamaila, the pashasi means according to the shitta that it was done lamaila, so there was no pseilis. Pseilis is something when you chisel and you cut and whatever it is, pieces fall off and there is waste. Waste is something that exists in Elam Hazah. Lamaila, tachas kisayakavah, the concept of waste doesn't exist. So lamaila, the whole idea of pseilis and psal lecha, psultim yeshalcha, lecha only is if it was done lamata. That's what the Rebbe Marash says. Says the Rebbe Balchaira in the Medrash, before he brings both shittas, he says, the, the Medrash seems to say like this Everybody holds the Pseilis of the Luchas belong to Meshe Rabbeinu. One shitta holds that the Luchas came from Milo, one shitta holds that the Luchas came from Mato. So, Bemele, how does that fit with the Rebbe Marash is saying that if the Luchas were done with Milo, there were no Pseilis? Lechaira, the, the, the Medrash seems to. To, to nem on that according to everybody there was pseilis. He's mocked him before any shit that he says that the pseilis belonged to Meshe Rabbeinu, before the machlekes between Reb Levi and Reb Yechman. V'im kein tzarech leimar, degam lamanda omar mitachas kisei ha-kavit paslon, ha-pseilis nase b'gmar as-yas lamata kanal ar-14 v'adayin tzarechin. Says the Rebbe, al-derech, the way he said in ar-14, that even according to the manda omar that the luchas were done and taken lamailo. They had to be taken, they were taken down by Meshe Rabbeinu and so to speak smoothed out and cut off and chiseled away to, 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 make, uh, to make it smooth. And Bemele, there was Pseilis. So even according to that shit, there was Pseilis Lamata. And the Rebbe finished off Adain Tzarech Iyun. Why is it Adain Tzarech Iyun? Because if you're going to say that the Luchas came, Mitachas Kisei so there's no pseilus l'mayla means it came out perfectly. It came out perfectly. You didn't need a cut and chisel. But I'll this. The Rebbe says not a fourteen. Okay. So that's that's so to speak the end of this shlav in the sicha where the Rebbe explains that the Rebbe Marash is beard is taka only going 
according to the shita that the luchas were done lamata, since they were done lamata, so if they wouldn't be precious stone, you wouldn't need the hetter of psalicha. But because and only because they were precious stone, that's why the hetter of psalicha was necessary. Says the Rebbe. Now the Rebbe asks a new question. As is Rabbi Nachal's shver. This this chiluk to say that lemaila is by the ebishter, but lemata is not by the ebishter. This idea that you're away from the ebishter is never true. It's brought down that wherever something is, it's considered to be in the Amish's treasure, like Abikachim or whatever it is, the Khsiv Lashem Aratsumalaya. Now so the Mele is a filo as a son lamata is the psalf and the luchas given a balabais. Now the Rebbe in order nineteen says you could say the Mikiban Shashamaim Shamaim Lashem Varus Nasalvaniadam it's not considered Kaisa Itza Balabais. But in the Pnim the Rebbe doesn't name that on. The Rebbe doesn't name that on, the Rebbe names on that the Pashas to say that because it's being done in Meshe Rabbeinu's tent in Elam Azeh Gashmi, it's not Eitzel Balabais, it's Shver. It's the Chneitik that had to be Yuchet from Salacha, Ech by Stamavan. So, Bemele, once we, we the Hanacha is that wherever it was made, Lamaila, Lamata is Eitzel Akadish Baruchu, no matter what. So then, the Shaila was. Why the Shaila of the Reb Marash was, why did Meshe Rabbeinu need a special hatter of Psalucha? Allah is the Mesat Sayavonim, whoever chisels cut stone, aimed by Mishum Gezel, they get to keep it, regardless. So why did Meshe Rabbeinu need Psalucha? So the Teretz should be a very simple Teretz. That's by a regular person, where he has his domain, and he has places that is not his domain. By the Abishter, wherever it is, you're being Esa, Esa, Balabais, and therefore you need a special hatter of Psalucha. Why did the Reb Marash answer that you, that the reason why the Hetar of Salacha was needed is because it was precious stone? Which sounds like that if it wasn't precious stone, if it was regular stone, you wouldn't need the Hetar. Why not? Tavaz the Pirish from Reb Marash's Tirish. You could say, you're dealing with the Ebishter, you're dealing with Leichalaritz Kredei. The Ebesheh doesn't care, not for big pieces, not for small pieces. In other words, it doesn't matter. But if it's done in Elam Haza Agashmi, if it's done Lamata, then you follow the Allahs of the Mata. If it's done Lamata, then. You look the way it is, lamata. Lamata, certain things are chashiv. So the halacha of chashiv is applied. It doesn't matter that klape the ebesh that it doesn't matter. And that was the teres of the Reb Marash. Fa lamata rechman zichvinyonu vedinim zayin mitzad lamata v'sterfar is called davershu l'shem akelatev because when things are happening lamata, then they need to be dealt with the way the perspective of the mata is. So therefore, the halacha is that Rambam paskins that anything that's given to the Eibushter has to be shiyem and anoavatev. The chenu emer called chelav lavayim. Everything has to be good and nice. I what's the Eibushter tev is good and good and nice, but because it's lamata, it has to be done the way it's done lamata. 
Aderech Agav, the Rebbe in Ara 22, is made like this. That in the Rambam, in Hilchus Yisurim Mizbeach, he writes that a Reitzel Lizkis Atzma Yochuf. This idea that you have to give kol chelav lavaya is only mitzad you. The Ebesha doesn't need your chelav. The Ebesha doesn't need your tev. It's for you to break your yitzahara. While derech zen is barbul kutisich chelikin beis, v'shule agilin agimol ara eleven v'sham b'negel lekarb mitzad atzmai dechsiv by mivchen idreichem. The Rebbe over there says that the hechrich is just that it shouldn't be ugly. But that that it should be nice, that's a that's a din in the person. That the person has to the person should should so to speak be uh, mezake himself and do the right thing on his level. That for him this is chashiv. So give what's for you chashiv to the Abishter. But it's not pshat. That klape the Eibishter, you say that he's makbid. In the pnim of the sicha, the Rebbe wants to say that where is the room to be bechalik between this kind of avonim, that kind of avonim? Lagabe the Eibishter is not makbid. The teretz is the one lamata. He is makbid, so, so to speak. The dinam and Allah is apply the way he is makbid. And the other the Rebbe is saying, and, and he's bringing a raya from Gulchel of Lashem. So in the other the Rebbe is saying that's not really mitzad the Eibishter. That's, that's mitzad the person. But I'll go upon him. Let's go back in the Pnim. It says the Rebbe, since when things are done lamata, the, the, the method that's applied and the way we deal with it is the way the halachas are here lamata. And so to speak, so a balabayis in his own rishus, is makpid on everything, even like the sawdust, like the Mishnah said. And in the, the, the Rebbe in Ara 21, is made from the end of the Gemara, in Babakama Asra, the Kapti, Yeshba Mishum Gazel, if it's a place that people are makpid, then, the, then then even these things that we said, that Eimba Mishum Gazel, Yeshba Mishum Gazel, and the Tisefta says that Eimba Shanim Minagamadina, and Kama and Yanam Shetzarech Linnikam Akam Shebalasham, when you come to a certain place, even if you're not like that place, but if you're in that place, you have to behave like that place. So, ki'ilu, when you're dealing with halacha, the way it's lamata, so then the halacha is that the balabais is makbid on every single thing that's in his rishos. So, the mele, even avonim stam, since the ebishter is meleichal aris kvedei, the ebishter is makbid, and you need the heter miyuchat of psalachah from Meishar Rabbeinu to keep these avonim. The other so upon him in in Ace Base, the Sikum, what the Rebbe is asking is that the terets that we're saying that since Mesh Rabbeinu did the Luchis Lamata, therefore it wasn't the Mekemishal Akadish Baruchu, and therefore the only reason he needed the Hatir. For Psal because it was precious stone, L'chayr, it's not understood, because every single place is Mekei Mishal HaKadosh So Mele, wherever he is, and even if it wasn't precious stone, he would have need the hat of Psal L'chah, because you're B'rishus HaShel Balabais, and Kol Davash U'B'rishus HaShel Balabais, the Balabais is Makbid. Says the Rebbe, in Gimbal L'chayr, Evot Mekikan, Zagun, As by Mesatsi, Avonim, Iznitad, Din, from the Mishnah, Vim Aisei, it's a Balabais, Afanasei, Shal Balabais. 
Lebo wants to say that maybe by this halacha of those that work with the stones, we don't apply the rule that if it's in the domain of the balabayas, it belongs to the balabayas, even if it's insignificant. In other words, the Gemara, where does the Gemara bring this Braise? The Gemara elaborates on the words of the Mishnah. And the Gemara speaks about the Mishnah. And then the Gemara, so, so the first half of the Mishnah, the, 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 the first half, the beginning, most of the Mishnah, the Mishnah was talking about different kinds of things. If they're big or they're small. And the Mishnah was talking about all those cases when it's being done in the worker's house. And it was mechalik, when there's small things, they go to the worker. If it's bigger things, it goes back to the balabais. The Gemara does not bring the Braise on that part of the Mishnah. The Gemara then quotes the next part of the Mishnah. The part of the Mishnah that says that if you're in the house of the balabais, even sawdust belongs to the balabais. And it brings the Braise that says, Mesatze Avonim, those that work with stone, Eimba Mishim Gazel. So it's mashma that the Gemara is the, the, the is bringing a Braise as an exclusion to this rule. Usually we say that whatever is happening in the house of the Balabais, if it's happening there, even sawdust belongs to the Balabais. That's what we usually say. But by Mesatze Avonim, Eimba Mishim Gazel. So it's taken an exception. Stones, for whatever reason, has a separate halacha. And by stones, we don't say that if it's done in the Rishus to the Balabais, it belongs to the Balabais. From them is mashma, as does was mesatze avonim aim by mishum gazel, znit bloys on the poil arbet by zich, not just when he's working by himself, nor eich and my eisa, it's a Balabais. Vidi andere found from the Braise. The Braise continues and speaks about mefaski ilonis, mefaski ikfonim, chudu, people that are pruning, um, um, trees and stuff like that, uh, uh, vines from a vineyard. Was the arbet is dach bepashus in the kerem rishus from balabais? It's a balabais. It's all done in the rishus of balabais bepashus. You prune the balabais's trees in his backyard, not in your backyard. And nonetheless, they belong. Th- those things belong to you. So there are exceptions to this rule. And maybe mesatze avanim is part of that exception. It's in the same brayse. Valpize is moving bepashus, so the Reb Marash zok. And if you say that, it's very understood what the Reb Marash said. The only reason why you needed a hetter that Moshe Rabbeinu could keep the psalus of the luchas is because it was precious stone. By regular stones, always the psalus belongs to the worker, regardless if it's in his rishus or in the rishus of Alamais. And therefore, the Reb Marash had to say that the only reason why Meishe Rabbeinu needed the Hetra B'Salucha is because it was precious stone. Thus is Abra Deichak. says the Rebbe, okay, you want to say that, but it's a Deichak. While the Svaretz and Mechal Zayn's vision, the Arbetos, the Pale, two takes the Balabais, are their need, is Eichbar Mesat Sayavanim. The rationale that says that when you're working in the house of the Balabais, so it's in his domain, so no matter what falls and no matter what, what how small it is or insignificant, he wants to keep it and it's his and you can't take it and, and use it for your own needs, should apply also by stone. In other words, say that you give me rayas that it sounds like by Mesat is a different halacha. But why take it? What's the svara? Why should you say that? 
ובפרט, אז לא ישתם את שום פייסס וזוגנה, אז במסעצי אבונם, אז נתנו דר דין, אז הם היו עשר אצל בעל הבית, אף נסי אישה בעל הבית. There's no פייסק that says that, the, that by rocks, by stones, there's an exception to the rule, and even if it's done in the domain of the בעל הבית, it still does not belong to the בעל הבית, but it belongs to the פייל. No פייסק says it. In order 26, the Rebbe says there's no clear raya, because the פייסקים, סיידריף, סיידרוש, סיידרמם, סיידרוש, סיידרוש, don't bring all the halachas at the end of this Gemara. The only one that brings all these halachas, Benigeya, the, those, these materials and these stuff, and that, that if they belong to the pale, if they belong to the Balabais, is brought in the Tur. So the Rebbe in the Prim is saying that we don't find any Pesach that says it. It's, it's not a Heichach Gemara, because the Pesachim, for whatever reason, and we'll speak about it later on, the Pesachim skipped the, these halachas. But the, but the but the shilas in the pnim the ikar shilu was what's the svara you're saying that mesat sayavonim this rule doesn't apply why takenat nachmer even more more so eichin the rishim is a medayik vauman karav yeselazet he's medayik to say that why does the one that's cutting the rock get to keep those those broken pieces is because he's closer to it. Which sounds like he's not in the domain of the Balabais. He's not in the Rishus of the Balabais. He's not in his backyard. Because to say that he's closer to the stones more than the Balabais when it's in the backyard of the Balabais, the Chedah doesn't make any sense. So the Pashus, the Lashon of the Rishima, also nems on that this halacha is applying when he's working on the stones somewhere else. He's working the stones in his backyard, not by the Balabais. But in Eibis, that's a chichbur shus Balabais. Past tochnit zog no ulmen kar v'yeselazet. So I'll call him in Eis Gimel. The Rebbe wanted to introduce an idea that mesat by mesat seyavonim. We don't say this rule that when it's done in the house of the Balabais, it belongs to the Balabais, which would answer the shaila that we had in Eis Beis. But the Rebbe basically says. It's a doichek to say that. In other words, what would be the svara to say that it's excluded from the regular rule that when it's done in the house of the balabais, it should belong to the balabais. And 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 now the Rebbe, the Rebbe essentially at the end of the sikh is going to come back to this idea. And the Rebbe is talking going to say that in certain circumstances, by mesat avonim, even when it's in the rishus of the balabais, it belongs aim by mishum gazel and it belongs to the worker. And he's going to give a rationale. But what we're holding now is that it's a doichak because there's no rationale, there's no reason to say it. It doesn't make sense. And now the Rebbe is going to try to start to explain why maybe it does make sense to say such idea. So these halachas that we brought of Mesat Avonim. And the Rebbe quoted earlier that there's a hemshech to this b'raisa about those that prune trees. There's a difference the way it's quoted in the Gemara. The Gemara quotes a b'raisa. The different the way it's quoted in the Gemara and the way it's diff- written in a, in a tisefta. They're both Tanoic texts. Sai the b'raisa and Sai the tisefta are both imris Tanoim. But the b'raisa that we're, we're going to learn later on in the Sikha, there's differences between the b'raisa and the tisefta. And there's different ways how they quote this Allah. The Rebbe says, in the The way the Gemara quotes the, the Braise, so it's divided to two separate halachas, to two separate cases, as follows. He's first, in the first halacha, he speaks only about those 
that are cutting and chiseling and, and, and smoothing stone. And he says that there's no gazel by them. And then he continues to the next halacha. They're all different methods of pruning, pruning or, or uh, pulling out. Let's say sometimes you have uh, too much vegetables, uh, and they're not growing properly. So you pull out some vegetables to give room for the other ones to grow better, or you're pulling out weeds. It's all the same concept, it's the whole same, all the same idea. So the shaila is, who does these branches that you're pruning, this tomato that you're pulling out in order to give room for the other tomatoes to grow properly, the chulu, who does it belong to? So the Braisa says, If the Balabais wants them, if he cares about it, then the worker is not allowed to keep it. He has to give it back to the Balabais. But if he doesn't care about it, if he doesn't need it, if it's insignificant to him, then he's allowed to keep it, then it belongs to the worker. That's the way it's written in the Braise. That's the way it's quoted in the Gemara. Again, dividing Mesatse Avonim and just staying Eibah Mishum Gezel across the board. And then in the whole pruning and weeding and whatever it is, differentiating with the Balabai says Makbid or not Makbid. In the Tesefta, Shteyenze Aletuzamen. But in the Tesefta, they're all bunched together with Ein Falundin. It's all written together. Mesatse Avonim, Mefaskik Fonim, Menachvi Higim, Menachvi Zroim. All these things, those that work on rocks, those that prune uh, uh, vines or whatever it is, and we differentiate if the balabais cares or doesn't care. So it comes out that there's a machlekes between the b'raise and the tisefte. According to the b'raise, the way the Gemara quotes, regardless if the balabais is makbid or not makbid, by Mesatse Avon and by stones, always Emba Mishim Gezel. Always the workers allowed to keep it. According to the Tisefta, Mesatse Avon are just like everything else, and it depends if the Balabais is Makbid or not Makbid. It says, Apluxa Savishin Zayt, see by Mesatse Avon helped Kpedas Abalabais. And the Rebbe is asking, Vos is the Tama Plukta? What is the reason of this Machlekes? Ulahoir, as in Tur. The Tur, although he seems to be quoting the Braise, not the Tisefta, for he brings halachis of the Eidre Yerakis, where you're pulling out vegetables that are crowding and not allowing the vegetables to grow properly. That halacha is only quoted in the Gemara and the Braise, not in the Tisefta, and the Tur brings it. So. <laughs> So seemingly the source of the tour is the Braise. Zakter Aber Sefta. The tour ends off like the Sefta and says that even by Mesatse Avonim is telling Kpedes Balabais that even in the in the din of Mesatse Avonim it's telling Kpedes Balabais. That's the tour. Um, and in the other twenty-seven, the Rebbe brings the Yamshel Shleimer. Avul Kmeishik Kasafti Kasav Atur Al Piati Sefta. In other words, the he says, the Rebbe says that the Makar of the Tur is the Braise, but he writes like the Tisefte. And the Yamshel Shleimer writes, Avil Kamoshe Kasafti Kasava Tur, Alpia Tisefte Viker. In other words, the Yamshel Shleimer writes <coughs> that Ashal writes like the Tur, that also by Mesatse Avonim it's totally in Kpedis Balabais or not. Avil Kheri Shleimer Shatur Kasava Alpia Braise, Kfia Girsa Huva Bitklus Sefim Khan, Shalese Emem Shem Gazel, Achim Mesatse Avonim, Chim Ashim Shleimer Khan. The Rebbe says it could be 
that the Torah had a different girsa in the Brais the Gemara. So he's not choosing the Tisefta over the Brais and the Gemara, <coughs> but instead he's just he just had a different uh, girsa in the Brais. But Akhapanam, this is just Terechagav. Let's go back in the Pnim. Then the Kudus Advarim is the Rebbe is asking, what's the Svaras Hamachleikis? Between the Braisa and the Tisefta. Why does the Braisa hold of a Mishatse Avonim, regardless if the Balabai says Makbid or not Makbid, it's always going to be Emba Mishum Gezel, Masha Enkain, according to the Tisefta, it's told in the Kpedis Balabais. Says the Rebbe Vabir the explanation is as follows. Loite Braisa is done in the States which Mishatse Avonim and the Andre Fountain of Faski Ilonis, Manakshi is right. Well, the upfall from the Faski Ilan is whatever falls off, whatever you cut, whatever you prune when you cut the trees, it is more chashiv factually than the pieces of rock that fall off when you uh, when you cut the rock. And therefore, since it has some level of importance, so it's contingent if the Balabais cares about it or not. So it depends if the Balabais makbid or not makbid. Now, let's stop for a second and let's just zoom in to these things that are mefaske ilanis, the pruning of the trees of Echulu. We're over there that Rebbe is saying that they have some sort of chshivis, and therefore it's totally in the kpeid of the balabais. The Rebbe in the brackets is saying that it doesn't necessarily follow each individual balabais, his own hakpada, but it has to do with the general uh, culture and behavior of people in that place. So the Rebbe says in the, again in the brackets, other. Apes is an asra de lekapti as the minig hamedina anshe hamedibe dart is nitzu makbudzayin of them davar muot is a filu v'na balabais prati is makbud but loydaiti while der derech bnei adam in their art is as loykapti so it doesn't follow each individual necessarily but it follows the 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 culture the majority the custom if people on this on these little branches on these little weeds or whatever it is are not makbud. Then the halacha is that even if a particular balabas is makbid, it doesn't matter. So before the brackets, the Rebbe just quotes Uzman Shabalabais Makbid Aleim, which sounds like depends if this individual balabais is makbid or not. And in the brackets, the Rebbe adds that you could say that it's not totally in him, it's totally in the place Bechlaus. And in the other 28, the Rebbe brings the Rashi and the Mishnah about the launderer, the one that washes the clothes and pulls out the material over there. And he says, If you are makbid, it's not considered a kpeide. Because since people are not makbid, your kpeide doesn't matter. And the Rebbe Shulchan Aruch also in Chatzai eagerly writes, Things that it's not a derech m'yadam to be makbid, even if you personally are makbid, it's bat l'dayte. Uh, in other words, it's not the person, but it's What's the derech in that place? When he also brings in the other 29, that you don't follow each individual the way he understands. And the Magad Mishnah writes with Fadish that when the Gemara says, Makbid, Pirush, 
doesn't mean he's makbid. It means derech anshe hamakim wahakbid. It's the derech of the people to be makbid. Tzarechian, in other words, it's, the Rebbe is not saying tzarechian if it if it goes individually each person or it goes based on the culture and the minig of that place. Now back in the pnim, vasindem fal when it says totally in kpedas balabais. In this case, in other words, in the case when when we say that it follows. The individual that if that that the, the the depending if the poil could keep it or not is depends if the balabais is makbid or not makbid. Under balabais is not makbid. So when the balabais is not makbid, why is it mutter for the worker to take it? So there's two ways to understand it. Other vials I need makbid zayin is kiilu v'yervot mafkir given. The halacha is that you can't make something hefker to just one person. Hefker has to be hefker to everybody. So if the reason why the pale is allowed to take it when the balabais is not makbid is because the not makbid of the balabais makes it hefker, so the not makbid makes it hefker to everybody. Elamai technically... The, the, the poil is around to get it. Another way to understand why the poil takes it is, others says, since it's something insignificant, so he gives it to any person that's going to take it, regardless if, 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 if he even knows that it's happening or doesn't know that it's happening. The Reb brings an R30 that these two ways to understand is brought down in the Avni Miluim and the Neidu Yehudah Lagabe Mekadosh Bedava Shem Balabais Makbid. Somebody takes something from from a Balabais that's not Makbid, that's Mekadosh a woman. So to be Mekadosh a woman, the money has to belong to you. A Mekadosh Begezel in a Mekodeshes. So why, when you're Mekadosh Bedava Shem Balabais Makbid, is she Mekodeshes? Either because the Balabais makes it half kid or because it makes it a matana, al kapana. So this is all by things like mefaske ilonis, things that we said pruning the tree, that they have some sort of chshivis, and therefore if the balabais is makbid, so it still belongs to him, if he's not makbid, then either it becomes hefkid or amatana, and areilu shaloy, the, 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 the workers allowed to take it. But mesatze avonim, as the lotion abraises aim by mishim gezel, is the chashivus from the brek lachavonim, the chshivis, the importance of these little pieces of rocks that are falling off while you're working with them is less than the trees and the weeds and whatever it is that you're pruning and cleaning out. They're, they're, they're so to speak, more insignificant. You don't need the head that the balabais not makbid. The balabais not makbid accomplishes something. The thing belongs to him. He's the owner. If he's not makbid, he's making it hefkir. Or he's giving it as a gift. That's the idea. By nesatse avonim, the insignificance of it, the fact that it's entirely not choshev, makes that it should automatically become hefkir. There is no ownership to begin with. Because 
by the other things, there's ownership. Releases his ownership, either through Hefker or through Matana, whatever it is. By Mesatse Avonim, since those pieces of rock are completely insignificant, so B'derech Memela they become Hefker. They have no owner, so to speak. On the river of Philippines, it's not Balabais, it says, yeah, Makbid, it's Batladaite. Even when the Balabais is Makbid, he does care, it's Batladaite. You need not Mitzad of the Gabidas Kobni Adam. Also, earlier in the parentheses, we said that Batladaite. But over there, Batladaite, because most people are not Makbid, so we can't deal necessarily with every person with his own individual Meshagasin, and therefore Batladaite is Kobni Over here, that's not Havana. You can't own something so insignificant. There's no, there's no ownership. This is meduyik in the Rishima, and and this is the way the Reb Marash writes in the Rishima. They're hefker and they don't belong to the Bailim. So it's a whole different havana in why mesatze havanim. Not like the other things. By Mefaske Ilonis, over there, they are somewhat chashuv, and you need the Balabais to release his ownership through his lack of akpada. Release it with Hefker or Matana, like the Rebbe said, the two Ifanim. Over by Mesatse Avonim, there is no chashivis be'etzim. The Balabatishkeit's not there to begin with. It's Hefker automatically, because it's not chashuv. In where it's contingent on his individual akpade or other in minigan shamakim, depending if you follow him individually or the other people, is the gather I have kerim matanim. It's not the gavre. He's making it have ker. He's giving it matanim. Ab the zach mitzadat mitzak visuch shivus. Mashen kederdin. Which is also brought down over there. He says, Hefker, Mitzad, and Hefzer, because the thing itself is not Chashev, but that Echmamela becomes Hefker. The Rebbe brings an Arach 32 star, the Rebbe brings Lahar Mepiruri Chamit, that's how the Rebbe writes in Shulchan Aruch, crumbs of Chamit, Shem Ptelem Me'aleim, Ve'ein Tzarech Levatam Al-Afkiram, Shem Me'aleim Am Hefker. They become Hefker on their own. You don't have to be Mavkir them. They're not chashav at all. Now, in order 33, the Rebbe says that I'm, I'll pee this chiluk between the hefker of mesatze avonim, of the pieces of stone, and the hefker or the matane of the, the prunes, the, 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 the branches and the weeds, whatever it is. The Rebbe wants to be mefarish different l'shoinus. <laughs> so the Rebbe like this. By Mesatse Avonim it says that the pieces of stone, there's no gazel in them. It says it belongs to the pale. When the Balabai is not marked, it belongs to the pale. Others in the first Chilok of Mesatse Avonim were not referring to the worker. Therefore, we're referring to Bechlau. We're saying, Eim Bamishim Gezel. Whoever takes it, there's no Gezel. Mashenkin Bebaba Habeiz. Mashenkin, in the second Chelek, where we're talking about Mephaske Elon, it's talking Dafke about the worker, which is what explains why by the first Chelek we say, Eim Bamishim Gezel. 
And the second one we say, But this itself, why by Mesatze Avonim are we referring to everybody? And by Mefaski Ilonis, we're referring to the Pail. Now, move on. But based on the beard and the Pnim of the Sikh is understood. When you say something, there's no gazel in them, it means that it doesn't belong to anybody. Even the worker, him, it's also hefker. It knows why is it hefker? Because it's insignificant, so it doesn't even belong to the woman. Mashenkin, we're talking about mefaske ilonis. It's not a hefker be'etzim. Somebody made it hefker. So he made it hefker, but the woman was zeich in it. The worker was zeich. Hare l'shaloit. V'sikna nacher. A little bit of another way to say it. Mesatze avonim mitayra cheftze. By mesatze avonim, you're describing the item. What you're saying is, Eim bohem mishum gezel. You're saying the zachalein, there's no gezel in it. The zachalein, these pieces of stone, there's no gezel in it. Because it's nothing. The second chilek, we're talking about the, the, the pruned trees or whatever it is, the, the, the branches, there we're talking about the person. We're saying it doesn't go to the balabais, it goes to him, because the balabais, so to speak, gave it to him or was mafkated to him. This, you could be mekayim, that what we wanted to say in Siv Gimel. There's no gazel, even if he's Eisei Yitzel Balabais. You could say that these pieces of stone are even more insignificant than sawdust. So sawdust, when it's in the Rishos of the Balabais, the Balabais, since they have some sort of Chshivis, the Balabais is makped on it when it's in his own Rishos, and that Akpad that doesn't release his ownership. Mashenkin, the Pseilis, of Avonim is so insignificant that even the Akpad of Balabais took Garnish Shashuf because it's Be'etzim Hefker like we said in the Prima Sikha. I and the Rishim it says Va'umun Karev Yesu Lazer so we're going to learn about about it in Se'ivav. So based on this Chiluk that the Rebbe wants to say that by Mesatze Avonim it's Be'etzim Hefker Mashenkin by Mefaske Ilonis the ownership needs to be released so the Rebbe Nois Hey is going to explain the Chiluk between the Brais and the Tisefter. So the Sefta puts the pieces of stone together with everything else and makes a contingent in the Kpeid of Balabais, not like the Brais. What's the Chiluk? The Chiluk Lal is Vishim Brais and Tisefta. The Rebbe is going to say Bekitzer. We're going to read it inside, but the Rebbe is going to say Bekitzer that the Brais is in Bavel and the Tisefta is in Eretz Yisrael. And that creates the difference in the Halacha. Let's see what the Rebbe says. The Chilak Lal is Sivishim Brais and Tisefta, which is Mavur, Mufarshik Lali Ashas, is that Tisefta is in the Teisvala Mishnah. Tisefta is an addition to the Mishnah. Lafik Enoch Suva Lebel Ashantanya, Lebel Ashantan Rabbonon, Shatisefta is in Shasid Rebchia Bifnei Rabbi. The Tiseftas were something that Kilu, after the Mishnah, were added. By the Bchia that was sitting in front of Rabbi, Vahoya Oimelixiv, Kach Vakach, Vahana Dabdin, and Rabbi Leishna, Rabchia Menaile. If Rabbi didn't learn it, where did Rabchia get it from? So Rabbi was telling Rabchia to write things, and that, that's what they said. Ubraisa Semishnai is Shinema Shalemidas Rabbi Chusmid Roshi. Shenk and the Braisa 
are Tanoic texts that weren't learned in the Rabbi's Yeshiva. Teseftis are things that weren't in the Mishnah that Rabbi told, so to speak, in addition to the Mishnah, Rebchia, to write. And Braises were things, Tanoic texts, that didn't go through the Beis HaMedrash of Rabbi. Braises means outside. That's where Rabbi lived. The Braises could have been learned in Bavel. Which also worked on the Braises, came from Bavel. And there was a lot of Talmud Chachamim in Bavel. For May Rabbi's Yisrael misgalgun v'hilchun v'ktsavis. The Rambam writes that the Yidden weren't all in Eretz Yisrael; they were, they were, they were around. And Bavel is then will give out, give, give out a So B'meila, the Rebbe is establishing that the Tisefta's origin is 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 Eretz Yisrael. Shaking the Brayses is Bavel. V'hinei, based on that, says the Rebbe like this: If Basak Havin nilbun ulevein v'tilahem alavein laavin, so that Rashi she'ena avonim b'Bavel she'ibika. There's no stones in Bavel. Bavel is a valley. They don't have stones there. That's why they made bricks. The river is in Bavel from Mahatnit Kenutz Kenavonim. This is an anit given Motsi, having the Ibr Gibliven Eshtikla Havonim from the Avonim was Matartan. Then, as he's Gibrach, Nitgah King Shivis. They did not use stone as material of building in Bavel, because they didn't have a lot of stone in Bavel. So, why would you use stone as a, as a building material if you don't have a supply of stone? So if you happen to have stone in Bavel and somebody is building himself a, a, a wall of stone or whatever it is, the little pieces that are falling off the stone are completely worthless. There's nothing you could do with it. You can't join it with other stone or whatever it is. Stone isn't really used as a building material in Bavel. When the Farzak, the and therefore the Braise, which is Bavel, Babylonian, as Mesatse Avonim is aimed by Mishum Gazel. They're, they're, they don't have ownership because they don't have no ownership because they're completely insignificant. On the other hand, where stone is common, it's used to build the other Rabbin, Nishtabcher, it's Israel, as he's a Eretz Asherafonel Barzel, Ham Echti Shtikla Chavonamach Shivas, and it's Israel, they're more important because they could be used for different things. It's Israel, it's a material, stone is a material that's used. So you, it's more comparable to branches of trees that you're pruning. And therefore, it's totally it's contingent. If there is ownership, the Balabais is makbid, then he doesn't release the ownership. And if he's not makbid, then he releases the ownership. So the Rebbe explained over here, Pashat, based on the reality of the use of stone, why the Tesefta considers stone complete, uh, why the Braisa considers stone completely insignificant, because the Braisa is from Babel, and the Tesefta which is Mertz Yisrael, doesn't consider stone completely insignificant, and it's contingent in the Kepeda the Balabais. Now the Rebbe in Arda 39 is Mitzayim like this. The L'cheir in Kiddushin we say that if somebody's Makadash a woman with something that's not Shavah Prutah, 
where Cheshit, that may be in another place, this thing is Shavah Prutah. So the Mele, how could you say that there is zero ownership in Bavel over stone? Because it's insignificant, but in Etzral it is significant. And we see that when something is a Shavah Prutah in another place, so it, it, it carries a certain level of validity even in a place where it's not Shavah Prutah. Says the Rebbe, Avodnesev, Shamadubah, Shamadubah, Kedushah, Isha. Over there it's talking about a special Chumar of Benegea Kedushin. It's not Shaykh over here to the dinner of Masatsi Avonim. And he says, uh, he brings the Ran and the Rosh, the Ain Le Momen Ella Mekeme Vishaite, Reshus Chamsev, Vaid Vadain Sarachim. In Ara 41, the Rebbe brings, Lahoyer Gamishini Al Shainis. In the Brice, it says the Masatsi Avonim, Ain Bohemishum Gazel. That when you chisel, when you break rock, the pieces do not have gezel, which sounds like, again, they're worthless and insignificant. The whole concept of gezel doesn't apply over there. The gezel, which sounds like there's a release. There is a concept of gezel, and there's a release of that gezel through the balabais not being makbid. But uh, he brings so, so Mele, the lashonos are very matim, and the two. But he brings that the two and the, and the Amshel Shleimah says Eim ba Mishum Gazel, even though he was tailor it in the lashon in in the in the din if Balabai says Makbid or not Makbid, like that is after. Al Kaponim in the other forty two the Rebbe continues also with, in the same idea. Yishleimah let's read inside. Yishleimah Shazel Gam Achiluk the Siyim Ati Sefte Vasiyim BeGemara. It's the difference the way that the Sefta finishes the Masechta and the way in the Gemara that finishes the Masechta. But the Sefta, it says like this, So he hires a worker to weed out things and to cut things or whatever it is. Place where the custom is that it belongs to him, to the worker. You don't change from the custom in the town. That's the way that they sefta writes. The Gemara is written like this: Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Kshus v'Chaziz, Ein Bahem Mishum Gazel. Kshus and Chaziz are kinds of uh, grass or whatever it is. There's no din of Gazel. The Asra the Kapti, but in a place where they're makbid, Yesh Bahem Mishum Gazel. There, there is a din of Gazel on these things. Amar Ravina, Ravina said. Masa Mechasia is a place that they're marked with. Says that, explains the Rebbe. The Sefta is talking about significant things, so to speak, and you follow the custom if people are marked or not. If they're marked with, it belongs to them. If they're not marked with, they release their ownership. The Gemara is talking about things behemshech to the din of Mesatse Avonim that automatically become hefker. The Gemara brings things that be'etzem are not chashiv and be'etzem lack ownership and be'etzem there's no din of gezel over Asra the Kapti and the places that they're makpit since in this particular place this insignificant thing is necessary so they have ownership. The Gemara continues that Ravina said that the place that they were makbid on these things. 
Shabazek Kamash Milan, what the Gemara wants to teach us is as follows. The Binyanim Elu Sheim Bohem Shum Gazel, Ki Aim Bohem Shum Chivis, Kedei Sheyeh Bohem Shum Gazel, Tzarechlis Asre de Kapti Bedugus Lamasam Mechasi. In order for something that's insignificant to become significant, the hakpada that's necessary is a hakpada like Masam Mechasi. Which Rashi says, Masa Mechasi was a place where they had a lot of behemoths and they needed a lot of, uh, a lot of, tzrichim lamidatev, they needed to feed them. The wasn't because people in this place were stingy or people in this place were clean kepaldik. That wouldn't take something insignificant and, and, and ownerless and make it significant and, and, and something that you own. That's not enough. The das of akpada. The das and the hakpade that could turn something that's usually completely insignificant and be'etzem ein ba'mishim gazel to something that has a din of gazel is only if the place taka requires that thing. In other words, the thing taka becomes chashuv. Like we said in the Pnim, between the Tesefta that over there, the Tesefta was in Eretz uh, Yisrael, over there they used rocks. So it wasn't Stam Akpada because in this place people are, are stingy. It was Akpada because it was taken more necessary. Based on this beer, it's also understood why the Ramam and the Shulchan Aruch did not write these halachas of Mesatzei Avanim Chulu. What's these halachas? These halachas are things, we're talking about things that are completely insignificant, and therefore they, they lack the metzius of gazel, they lack the metzius of ownership. But these things change. In different places, different times, and different countries, things that maybe in some place are insignificant become significant. So the, the, the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch cannot start writing Mesatzei Avanim Eim Ba Meshum Gazel. Depends where you live. If you use Avanim, if you don't use Avanim, Bechulu. If it's Seder, it's Chutchunas Amidine. Masha'en can say this, Shacharash Meisim Ematzah Shaloi, Uve Kashel Shabalabayish. When you're dealing when, uh, with, with, with wood chips, with uh, with sawdust or whatever it is, shuvu bram v'shulchan aruch sham shechashivusim yaseidem misatzei avonim uvechlal milsa dekavua uvechlal mekemes. Those things are beetzem chashiv. So v'meila, you you bring the halacha and you're saying that wood is bederech klal chashiv ezach, small piece of wood, big piece of wood, bechlalus. This is the way things are. Mashenke. Again, we're dealing with things that are be'etzem chashuv, and then it's totally in the akpada the balabais. So amol he is makpid. Depends if it's bigger pieces or smaller pieces. That doesn't change so much. When you're dealing though with things which are on the lowest level of importance, in other words, they're completely insignificant, and that's why they lack ownership. That's something that can easily change from time and place, and therefore the Rabbim Shulchan Aruch don't bring down this gemara. This is what the Rambam says that in all these things we follow the custom of the of the place. He's not quoting the Tesefta which finished off and said the of the Gemara on the Bavli which says that 
in these things, ba'asra de kapti, in places that you're makpid, things that are insignificant become significant. So it's not the, the makid of the Rambam, ein meshanin meminagamidine. Uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, his market is not from the Tisefte, which is referring more to places that people are makbid or not makbid, depending on the tchunas of the people. And the Rambam maybe is referring to what the Gemara is saying that we're dealing with the tchunas of the place. Is it a place that has a lot of behemoths, bemele, it needs this midah, bemele, it needs this, this grass or whatever it is, and therefore those, so to speak, insignificant things become significant or not? This is just the, this is the back into the pnim in Eizvav. Pizah says the Rebbe, that Menech Fashtay in the Rishim Anal for Rebbe Marash. So now we could go back and understand the Rishim of the Rebbe Marash. The Baal, Idnazana Demotkevan Hilchim Midbar, Yidin were at the time when the Ebishta told Meisha Rabbeinu Psalacha they were traveling in the Midbar. Skip the parentheses for a second. They don't commonly use rocks. The parentheses it says, their month by they had rocks. The dugma by Makesha Shaitzim. Makesha Shaitzim was stoned. So it was stoned by rocks. So that means they had rocks, but it wasn't common for them to use rocks. Ubefrat binyan to build with, with stone. So in the Midbar, the Gemara is halacha, the Brais is halacha, the Mesatzei Avonim Eim Vemeshum Gazel applies. Upirish, the way the Rebbe Rash writes in the Rishimah, Mipnei Sheim Hefker Ve'enim Shayochim Labaylim, Zanin Hefker Legamri Mitzadar Chefze, Mitnam Mitzadem Vos Eim Balabais Mak with the Gabra. It's not just mitzad of alabais namak, but, but like the Rebbe explained earlier, it's the thing itself is insignificant. Bemele lacks ownership. Bemele, it's hefkir. Kenal ha'intzulim vos hot men gedarft onkom and subsol lechop sultan shulchoye. So bemele the shaila the rishima was since they're be'etzem hefkir since they're be'etzem insignificant. Why does the Ebrish have to give permission to Meishan Rabbeinu to go ahead and use it? Since we're dealing with precious stone, so therefore, obviously, you can't say this idea. When the ribbit is moving, so it's understood. Why Meshir Rabbeinu had to get the permission of Psalacha? So it's not a technicality. You know, the Shailah was like this. The Shailah of Marash was. Since Sultan Shalavonim, since the Brai says Mesatsevonim Emshum Gazel, in other words, the, the chips of rock are insignificant and ownerless, they're hefker, be'etzem, not because Embalabai is makbid alayim. If it's without Embalabai is makbid alayim, so Brishusa Shalabai is makbid. We're not getting involved in those halachas. We're, we're, we're getting in, what, what, what we're quoting over here, what the Rebbe Marash is asking from, it's be'etzem hefker, it doesn't have an owner. Why did Meshach Benu need permission that he could keep it? On that the Teres is, because we're not talking about regular Avonim, we're talking about precious stone. Under Pirush and Lashna Rishim and Uman Karav Yesel I, what he writes in the Rishim, that the Uman is closer, is not Lagabi that Ebesh to the Balabais. For I'm not getting to the different Eitzel Balabais canal. It's not Pshat. Why should the Uman get it over the Balabais? Because he's closer than the Balabais. 
That's not what we're discussing over here. The question is, why by Misatse Avanim does it go to the Uman over other people? So the Teretz is, was the Fares did Uman Dafke, Bimela Daskeine. In other words, the, what he's saying is like this: Mesatze Avonim beetsem aim by Mishum Gazel, and the Uman gets to keep it. So Meishir Abenu should have kept the Pseilus Shal Avonim even without the Hatter Pseilucha. I, why should Meishir Abenu keep it? By Mesatze Avonim, why should the Uman keep it? Anybody should keep it. If the reason why it's Hefker is because beetsem it's not significant, and beetsem there's no owner, so how does he get it? Anybody should be able to get it. It's not a Pseilus that the Balabais is giving to him. And that the Teretz is, because he's Pasha standing closer to it. So Mele, he's Kainit before somebody else is Kainit. That's the beer. Now the Rebbe 44 says that Lahoy, that also in the Midbar, they bought Metagari Yomaseilo. So even though the Midbar is not a Makam Shalavan, they, they could have sold, now they didn't use rock, but they could have sold rock to other nations around. So it says the Rebbe, "Avon leimer came from Masatze Avonim lechidin ruim lemechira. Chid is not ready to sell these little chips of stone. So Mela beetzem in the midbar stone wasn't a davar chashim. To say you couldn't sell it, it wasn't ready lemechira. So Mela you couldn't use it and you couldn't sell it. But Mela was hefker beetzem, and that was the shaila. Why do we need the hat to the psalacha from Meish Rabbeinu? The shaila is the Rebbe touched on it a little bit in Anna thirty three already." <coughs> If you're learning that Masatse Avonim, Imam Shum Gezel, because it's Be'etzim insignificant, so in the Rishimah he says like this, Mpeshem Hefker, Ve'enam Shayachim La'abaylim, Ve'omen Karav Yesel Lezeh. So the Rebbe's been with Farish, that it's Hefker, Be'etzim, it's not Shayach to the Baylim, and the Omen is Kainit more than another person because he's closer to it. L'chayr, if it's insignificant, how's the Omen Kainit? The Rebbe out of 33 already touched on it. The Rebbe said, Shem hefke ve'en shayach m'shub ne'adam ki gam mitzad ha'umen u'hefke. Okay, adayin tzadachir. Al-Kopani. So this is the beard. So what was neschadish over here in the Sikha, so far what was neschadish is that by th- there are certain things that the reason why the pale gets to take it is not because the Balabais released ownership over it, but because there is no ownership to begin with. Because they're completely insignificant. And Mesatse Avonim in certain places, I mean, uh, not Mesatse Avonim, Pseilus Shalavonim in certain places have that definition. Pseilus Shalavonim are like, so to speak, the lowest level of, 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 of necessity. They're, they're, they're completely insignificant. So Bemela, therefore, in places like Bavil, where nobody uses Avonim, or places like the Midbar, where nobody uses Avonim, so they're, they're not Chashiv, they're like Brek Lechametz, they become Hefker Memele. And that was the Shailah, the Reb Marash, if so, why did he need the Heter of Psal And the Teretz was, because they weren't regular stones, but they were precious stones. Now the Reb says a different different idea. Not not like the Rishim al not, not a beer of the Rishim, a new beer. Another another reason maybe why it was necessary the hetter of psalacha when it came to the luchis. It wasn't had nothing to do with the fact why did Moshe get the psalus of the luchis? The belongs to the Abishter. so I needed a hetter from the Abishter to take it. That's not the word. Now Ribal does the luchis hub. 
Either in the parenthesis says, you have to give it over to the tzibur properly. Either take first, it belonged to Meshe Rabbeinu, he did it first, and then he gave it to Klal Yisrael, he had to give it later on to Klal Yisrael after he was finished making it. Or maybe even before making it, the, the raw material already had to belong to the tzibur. So, however you look at it, either it had to be given to the tzibur or the lechatchila, the making of it had to be done b'shel tzibur. In other words, things have to be given over to the tzibur. Anything that's done, the, the luchis and whatever it is, belongs to Klal Yisrael. And here was a special chiddish that Eibishti gave a special hat to Meishet Rabbeinu that the psalis of the luchis should belong to Meishet Rabbeinu and he shouldn't have to give it to Klal Yisrael. So the hat to the psalachal wasn't necessary biyachas to l'chayda Meishet Rabbeinu is not allowed to keep it, it belongs to the Eibishter, but it was biyachas to Klal Yisrael because there's this din that anything that belongs in the Beis HaMikdash and the Mishkan, whatever it is, has to be, the luchas have to be long and have to be given to Klal Yisrael. So, so to Lechayda, the Pseilus and Luchas also belong to Klal Yisrael. So, therefore, Meshav Abenu needed a special hatter from the Abishter, Pseilacha, that in this scenario, Pseilton Shaluchas, Ptaka could belong to you and you don't have to give it to the Tzibur. And, and it doesn't belong to the Tzibur. Al Derech, like we say, that the Teireh, the Ksav Lecha, was also given to Pupula Deiraisa, like the Rebbe is going to speak later on, was also given to Meshe Rabbeinu, Nag Batevisayin, and he gave it later on to the Klal Yisrael, but it was given to Meshe Rabbeinu. Af, Alpiyas Psalten, Shalukas, Echon, Sampin, and Ribalzi, Belang, to Klal Yisrael, Melis, and Tarkin, Shavu, Pritol, Kol, Echon. Now, as the Rebbe is Kilu asking, since it belonged to Gans Klal Yisrael, so even if it was precious stone, these little pieces that were left over, if you're going to divide it to every single year, that's not going to be a Shavu Pruta for every single one. So, Lechayda, you don't need a Heter to keep it, because there's no Isser Geneva if it's less than a Shavu Pruta. Lechayda. So it says that it's not true. Oh, one, one second. So, Lechayda... The Rebbe's Kilu asking, what do you need the Hatter of Salacha? Saivisai, you're dealing over here with taking away from every person less than a Shavapruta. Says the Rebbe, that's not a Shiloh. The Pshitas is also a Ligzal Nichsei Tzibur Bechalaifen. And now let us steal Nichsei Tzibur regardless. O Pshitas, Mekanai, Vdem Nidzog, and Eimba Mishum Gazel. But it says, also a Ligzal, a Ligzal, a Kulshul Medin Tayda. You're not allowed to be Gazel anything Medin Tayda. So, Bamela. Even though you're not chayiv on less than a shavu prote, but you're not, but 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 it's also even less than a shavu prote, and therefore, Meish Rabbeinu needs a special hatter that is allowed to keep this pseilus uh, shaluchis. So when Eis Zayin the Rebbe, so to speak, gives a different beer, why did Meish Rabbeinu give, need the hatter of psalacha? 
because without the Hetan of Salicha, he had to give it all, like everything else that had to do with the Mishkan and the Mikdash, to Klal Yisrael. So Mamela, it belonged to Klal Yisrael. So for him to keep it, he needed a special hat from the Ebishter. Now let's learn a few others over here in a Zion. So in the first idea in the other that we're going to learn over here is the Rebbe and the Pnim uh, discusses if L'chathchila, the raw materials, belong to Klal Yisrael or Meishet Abenu, it belonged to Meishet Abenu, and then Be'etzem, he has to be Meishet L'tzibur Yafa Yafa. So in the Ara 47, the Rebbe says that uh, the opinion of Abba Chanan B'Sifri Ba'aleis Chasham is that L'chathchila belonged, the raw materials also belonged to Klal Yisrael. L'fishu Eben Be'isahi Amar Hashem P'salucha Lo'yihayu Ela Meshel Tzibur. So L'chathchila belonged to the Tzibur. It says the Rebbe l'chayr al-adeh b'medrashim that Meishir Abenu had this machzav shal sampirin barle b'seicha alay l'pasul menu he's a mishaloi. If it came from his tent, the pashas it was his. Umasul l'tzibur acharkach and he gave it to the tzibur later on. So depending if you're going to say that it came from his tent or not from his tent, did the raw material belong l'chatchila shal tzibur? Or belong to Mesha, just Ba'at, and we had the requirement to give it later on. Now, if the raw materials belong to Klai Yisrael, you need a special hat that he could keep the Psalis. But if the raw materials belonged to him, and just the Luchis that he created, he had to give, so what do you need the hat of Psalicha? Says the Rebbe. Uh, the hat it is that he doesn't have to give these chips, these little pieces to the tzibur. Or the Yerushalmi, whatever. And out of 48, the Rebbe brings that the Mizbech has to be L'chathchila L'shem Shibana L'shmei. And the Rebbe connects it to the Asiya. There's, there's an idea that the Asiya L'chathchila has to be done B'shel Tzibur. Now, the Rebbe in the Pnim was, was speaking that L'chayda, uh, what do you need? The Hatter of Psalacha, L'chayda, there's no Shavet Prute, L'kolachad ve'echad Misral. If you take all the Psalacha Shaluchs and you divide it to 600,000 people, you don't have a Shavet Prute to every single person. So in order 51, the Rebbe brings an interesting idea. When dealing with a Shavet Prute, do you follow the Nigzal or the Gazal? So if there's a Hechetimtza, whatever the Hechetimtza is, that for one side it's worth a Shavu Prute, for the other side it isn't, do you follow the Gazlin or you follow the Nigzal? The Nigzal didn't lose a Shavu Prute, but the Gazlin stole a Shavu Prute. So B'chlala, the Nteda doesn't sit down for less than a Shavu Prute, but let's say you have partners, two partners, that are demanding a Shavu Prute from one person. So the, that person they're claiming owes them a Shavu Prute, but when they're going to get it, each one of them is not going to get a Shavu Prute. Um, there are two people that stole the Shavu Prute from one person. Or if you have a Yerusha, so the father owned the Shavu Prute, had a claim on a Shavu Prute, and now he died, and he left the, the, the Yerusha to the kids, the, the claim, and they're claiming the Yerusha, so it's coming from the father, it was a Shavu Prute. 
the nitve, so to speak, owes a shavu prute. But they're claiming to each one of them it's going to be less than a shavu prute. And <coughs> the shula agilyin, the never brings more. But again, lekamim lekamim yonim, the shaklavatari by a shavu prute. If you, which side do you follow? So the Rebbe said it's brought. The Rebbe brings the Shulah Gilyan that it's beneget to kam v'kam v'yanim. Gabe kedushin she'en shavaprota la nesin kimo makabel. For the giver, it's not worth a shavaprota, but for the receiver, it is. V'shem nukfidus mamin, which over there, in order to be chayv in a carbon, the chayv in a shvua needs to be a shavaprota. Does it have to be leloive ule malve? Gabe loy sechanim. If you're aver. When you when you when you give shava pruta, if you follow basar neisin and mekabel, and he brings more than agachavah, he must learn basar neisin and mekabel. And the little gazi is medamidus to gabi gezel trumash mashalim kol mashenene. A taste over there that discusses somebody is swallowing somebody is swallowing truma or it's in his base ablia. Uh, I don't remember the prati advarim in the tastes, but the nekudas advarim is that for him to spit it out and give it back, it's not worth a shava pruta. Because nobody else is gonna, the, the the owner is not gonna want it. But when he swallows it, he's nana b'shava pruta. So the Marital Ghazi compares this to this question. So this is that a chagav? While we're talking inside of the pnim about <clears throat> that the psiltum shaluchas wouldn't be a shava pruta, the kolachat misral, and therefore maybe you don't need the hetter of salucha. So there's a shaklavetani if you follow the nason or the makabel. Which side do you follow? For Meish Rabbeinu was worth a lot more than a shava pruta. Was nisashim meish from this? So this that for klal yisrael for each one individually, it's not going to be worth a shav pruta. Does it matter or not? Uh, but then the rebbe said that anyway, the pshita that it's also to be gezel nichsit tibur bechol eifin. In order fifty three, so the rebbe says like this: that since it belongs to every yid as a community, so it could be that there is a complete bailos, not just a bailos of yachid and a pachas meshav pruta. So when you have a few people that own something together, so each person, so to speak, owns that shear. So if when you divide it up between the people, it's less than a Shavu Pruta, so the Poyal, it's less than a Shavu Pruta. When a Tzibur owns something, so they own it, it could be they own it in a different way. So there's a complete bias of the Tzibur on the thing, even though for each Yachud, it's less than a Shavu Pruta. That is Matayim to other places that deal with this matter. Um... And, uh, and and then the Rebbe said that there's it's also ligzel anyway even pachs mishavu pruta and he brings out the Rebbe Shulchan Aruch that even medavashe in a matpit klal midas chasidus l'mnei aganize. So Kupanim in this ice we brought another beer why we need why Meish Rabbeinu needed the hat of psalacha ice ches. The beer pnimi in them was magifint chilukim in the bailus of the luchas shnius as the luchas bechlal zane shayich letzibur bechal yisrael. Sultan is so the luchas themselves belong to Klai Yisrael. But the waste of the luchas, so to speak, the extra pieces that fed, that, that were chiseled out, whatever it is, belong to Meishnabeinu, the beer pnimi. In der nesinas ateira, but the gigevim gvar beluchas shnius is that the uftu with the gemara is ma'amshach kuvelel ma'absolt mishulchav ksav mishulchav b'pul deiras mitul lameisha. So besides the pseilus that Meishan Rabbeinu got, he also got pul pul deiras that was given uniquely just to Meishan Rabbeinu, not to Klal Yisrael. Yishleimer as dosda as bara pnimis from the vertar are yisrael lamato. The beisun shalmaylo lahayu pseilus. The words of the Reb Marash that are yisrael lamato. Whatever is done lamaylo, there's no pseilus. Teira viziz mitzad l'mayla, was bechlal siz dos viteiris mitzad luchas arishenis. It's chinas achdus. It's in a talking is chalkus. Valachas v'kam v'kam v'nitka kinim from pseilus. Not kulei panim. 
only the way Teda comes Lomata, was Bechlos, is the Sinyan of Shaluch Shnees, was an Gegeben geworden, noch the Tshuva of Chet Egel. That says that the Tshuva from Eden had Kivyachum gepelt Lomaila, as Mizalzei Geben the Luchis, so it's coming with Sad the Mata. Kum da, that Indian is Chalkos Madregas and Teda, so now there's already Chalokim and Teda. The idea of Pseilus that exists even in Teda, Kivyachal, the idea of Panavachal. What's the connection between the fact that Meshe Rabbeinu got the Pseilis and he also got the Pilpulo de Raisa? says, the Rebbe, Pilpulo de Raisa, was not from Meshe, is the Indian Naila. It's an Indian Naila. So what's the connection between the two? So explains the Rebbe, during the Luchas Shniyas, had to be done in the Yigiyah B'Tayra. By the way, Baruch and Chesidus. But the Eichem is that two in the same way. On the one hand, the Egean Tater stems from the Helen, the Kasha. Through that, you get to the Iker Vetzmatera, Hechavitaris Mesadatmo, Vizis Nitlo Maila Mesad Luxurishenis, Kumvur Shambaruka, like it's explained that Rebbe's Messiah and Samachvav Baruka. Thus, the rings from Pulpula de Rice of Snitel Lamesha, the Dumara Ruftas Pulpula Baalma, Leidach Zakman as does his Havana of Khrifas and Tater, and Madrega Achinalis of Gavoy and Asagasa Tater, was Nasan Lamesha, Vuhu Nahagbe, Tevis Ayin, Lee Srol, and he gave it to the Yiddin.